Welcome to Heart Chats with Jessica, where we are having fun in Jesus. Join us today to hear an encouraging message to help you embrace your place and finish your race with joy and victory. So all that to say, people love to gossip. It is one of the most accepted sins, and it shouldn't be because it's a divisive sin. And it is where a lot of offense happens because people will say, you know, he said da, 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 or, you know, she said, blah, 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 blah. And that person never said that. But then someone becomes offended because they heard gossip about that person or they saw, you know, or read something that wasn't even true. I've known many ministers who almost lost, you know, everything because of false accusations that were brought against them um, because of gossip. Many church splits have happened that way because people sat around and talked and um, belittled the pastor and formed opinions about him based on, um, you know, not the original source. They formed opinions based on what someone said about that person. And then they feed off of those opinions and then they gossip about it. Um, And this seems to really be, I don't know why it is, um, but it seems that us women seem to be the perpetrators of gossip. Not to say that men don't, because I have been around some men that do, they love their gossip, but it seems that women, that is an area that we have to be more guarded in because it can cause some offense in some others' lives. And so I want us to look at some scriptures along those lines. Um, If we look at Proverbs 10, 18, and 19. It says, the one who hides his hatred while pretending to be your friend is nothing but a liar. But the one who slanders you behind your back proves that he is a fool, never to be trusted. If you keep talking, it won't be long before you're saying something really wrong. Prove yourself, prove your wise from the very start. Just bite your tongue and be strong. And then Proverbs 20, 19 says, a blabbermouth will reveal your secrets. So stay away from people who can't keep their mouths shut. And then Titus 3, 2 says, and remind them to never tear down anyone with their words or quarrel, but instead be considerate, humble, and courteous to everyone. So, Looking back at these verses, you know, it talks about um, someone who hides their hatred while pretending to be your friend. I don't know if you've encountered that. I've encountered that. I've had people that smiled to my face, said, you know, we love you or we love your family. We love pastor. And then you find out like they were bashing you, Um, you know, whether like, information comes or you see it on a public forum or, um, you know, whatever you, 
it comes back to you and it really hurts because you're like, so wait a minute, they really didn't love me. They don't even know what love is. They were giving us lip service because they were saying they loved us. But in reality, their actions speak a whole lot louder than their words. And so unfortunately, those are things that from a young age I learned. Um, and if not handled properly, like it can almost become a toxic thing. But you kind of learn who you can trust and who you can't. And that's just wisdom that comes over time through experience. But if I could share some of that wisdom, my biggest um, nugget of wisdom in all of this is when people um, want to talk about others, when they love to sit around and gossip, keep your distance from those people. People who want to talk about what's wrong with other people, who want to label other people as something, um, often those people themselves have insecurities or they have some hurts and angers and they are deflecting those things by tearing everyone else down. So if you find that you are around people who tear others down and you find that you're around people who want to gossip all the time and you never actually talk about anything of importance. It's just like that quote. It's um, something like small minds talk about people. Um, good minds talk about, you know, something else. And then great minds talk about ideas, you know, and that kind of stuff. And um, it just goes to show, like, if people are, even the world knows, if people are just sitting around talking about other people, probably not really being productive. They're just being critical. And, um, you know, I know I've found those are not the people I want to surround myself with. Because one, it makes you very insecure. If you are around people who criticize and critique everyone they see, it makes you feel insecure to the point you feel like you can't even be in front of people. I know it took me a long time to be comfortable in front of people because of hearing, um, you know, people talk about others and criticize and critique every, you know, fiber of a person who was being bold enough to stand in a pulpit and preach. And it made me very shy and in a, in a way, run away from some of my calling when I was younger because I was, you know, scared that people were going to think about me or talk about me or find something wrong with my clothes or find something wrong with my weight or my makeup or my hair or, you know, just stupid stuff that when you are around critical people, it rubs off on you and it causes you to lose your boldness and your bravery and the ability to stand in your rightful place because you're so concerned with what others think. Um, you know, the other thing is be guarded with people like that because if you share anything with them 
expect it to be shared with everyone else. Even if you say, don't share this when it, with anyone. But, um, you know, I have always tried to be very, you know, guarded. And yes, we all make mistakes and moments of immaturity and stuff. But when people share things with me, I try not to repeat them. You know, I, um, if someone shares something with me, they're going through something, I want to be a safe place because I know that if I needed to talk to someone and I needed to share something that I was struggling with, I want to know it's not going to be repeated somewhere else. I want to know that that's a safe place to come for help. And we all need a safe place. We need, you know, people or someone that we can trust with anything um, to help us. And we need friends outside of, you know, our spouse relationships. Um, yes, my husband is my best friend. But sometimes there's something about talking with someone else that you trust and that you know is on your side. Um, just to get kind of that, like, you know, have other conversations and stuff. And you need to know it's a safe place. You know, they're not going to go blab it to someone else. And I'm thankful I have very few, you know, golden friends that fit into that circle that are friends that I know pray. And they are, um, you know, they believe the same as me or very similar and I know that they are trustworthy and they've got my back and they're not going to stab me in the back. And these are relationships that have lasted, you know, some of them for more than a you know, good chunk of my life. Um, some of these friends I've been friends with since middle school. Some came later in life, but, you know, it's going on a decade of friendship and you know, that kind of stuff. Those are the friends that you want to surround yourself with. You do not want to surround yourself with voices that are contrary to the word of God. You don't want to surround yourself with voices that speak culture over kingdom. You want to make sure you are surrounding yourself with people who will, if an offense happens, they're going to help correct you. They're not going to feed and fuel that offense. But when we allow offense to reign supreme in our life, we will allow our own destruction to take place. Um, so, you know, just along those lines, just be guarded. Make sure you're surrounding yourself with people who are going to build others up. Those are the people I want to surround myself with. And those are the people that I want to flock to. People who lift others up, not destroy them with their words. We hope you're enjoying this series and, you know, maybe it's shedding some light on some areas we all need to deal with. Can I get an amen? Hallelujah. Um, so please be sure to join us next week as we continue this series on offense, evaluate, investigate, and repent because there's steps to understanding offense. And so that's the purpose of this series. And, you know, if it's blessing your life and it's maybe helping you dig deep and uproot some things in your own life, 
share it with others. You know, we hope that it's a blessing to others and it helps equip others to live their life to the fullest. The life that God has called them to live free from all these weights and these sins that try to entangle us. So please be sure to share this with others and get the word out there and join us next week as we continue this series. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Be sure to subscribe and check out more episodes for uplifting, timely words, as well as informative interviews with experts in various areas of life and ministry, all with the purpose to help you live a life you love with eternal impact.